now with our good friend Patrick Creighton. He's uh, in the midst of the Rockets and the Texans over there. So, and he's also a uh, former back sports page, uh, you know, contributor. So, Pat, how you doing, buddy? Oh, there he goes. You guys having fun? Is it like ice cold up there? What's it like? Oh, it's 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 actually it's not bad today, Pat. It's actually not bad. Oh, awesome. it's it's serviceable out there. Right? It's I mean, fifty uh, degrees. I'm only wearing a fleece, so we're good. Yeah, we're good. All right, cool. Because I didn't want to call up and tell you guys it was in the mid '80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sun shining over there, right? It's beautiful. Yeah, out. You don't want to be that guy, yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of do. But <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, it's good to have you back on. Uh, we you, you haven't been with uh, you haven't been with Steve yet at all. But you, you and I haven't really done a uh, a talk type of show in a, in a long time. So it's good to have you on. And I guess you know. We've been talking NFL, so before we jump into the Texans, I just I just have to ask you real quick what the feeling is down in Houston about James Harden and the MVP talk. Is he the MVP this year? James Harden's the MVP. Um, I would say that James Harden should be the MVP, and it really shouldn't be that close of a battle. Okay. You know, I, I know that Russell Westbrook's having a great season, but at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook's an also ran. His team isn't that good. And in the MV, in, in the NBA, you can be a great player. You can be the MVP of your team. But if you want to be the MVP of your league, then you have to be balling out on a top team. Thunder are nowhere near a top team. They're going to be lucky to be a sixth seed. They'll be lucky to win 48 games. I do not believe there has ever been an MVP on a team that won less than 50 games and was not at least a two-seed. You know, the only thing is I have to say about this, Pat, uh, I mean, it's tough. Uh, it, it, you know uh, what? I, I, I'm not Dude, it's not tough. Okay, watching Russell Westbrook put up monster numbers against the suck-ass Orlando Magic that they needed overtime to beat. Watching him put up huge numbers against the Rockets last week and against uh, Golden State, you know, well, let's just start with the Rockets. Last week against the Rockets, he puts up 39, a triple-double. That game was over in the second quarter. None of his stats meant a damn thing. Same thing the week before against Golden State when he was terrible. I love that we got he you fired the same up. Thing happened. You, you've got to be, you've got to be the man when it matters. Not my team is down thirty. I'm going to chuck a bunch of YOLO threes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right about that. But are the Thunder even in the playoffs at all if he's yeah, not on the it, team? No, that's that's okay, a valid that's a valid are, question. Where are the Houston Rockets without James Harden? That's, Show yeah, me the All Stars on the Rockets because you know how many people have ever been an All Star on the Houston Rockets <laughs> roster who are not named James Harden. The answer is zero. Yep, I can't argue that point. Now, uh, real quick, because I, I had to ask that question. We're going to do a little bit more NBA a little bit later, but let's transfer really quickly back over to the Houston Texans. Um, they got rid of Osweiler. Um, i got to be fair about this thing with Osweiler. I do not believe that Rick Smith conjured that deal. I don't think Rick Smith is smart enough to conjure that deal. I don't think Rick Smith has the balls to conjure that deal. That was conjured by Paul D. Podesta and the analytics crew with the Cleveland Browns, and they bought themselves a second-round pick. I do not believe for one second Rick Smith initiated that or drew it up. I think he stepped in it. He was happy as you-know-what to step in it. He got lucky to pull the trigger. Yeah, I can't argue can't argue that point of it too much. Uh, what is the general consensus right now about the Texans uh, as far as their offseason is concerned and heading into uh, OTAs after the draft? What is the general consensus of the team? Uh, do they think that Romo is still a possibility at this point? 
Well, they, listen, they haven't done a damn thing this offseason. They have not brought in one single free agent for a visit. They are basically being held hostage by Jerry Jones with this Tony Romo ordeal because they want to play this shell game with Jerry Jones to see who's going to blink first. Are they going to have to cut Jerry in Dallas, or will the Texans finally give up something to placate Jerry to get him? Because you know Jerry doesn't want to see Tony Romo play in Houston. Yeah. This, this stupid shell game has gone back and forth. So the Texans have done absolutely nothing. I mean, you're telling me that on a team where you've just had the best defense in the NFL yeah. and you let your 25-year-old rising star cornerback walk for nothing. You could have put the, the non-exclusive franchise tag on them, given yourselves the right to match any offer, and because it came with two first-round picks, nobody was going to give him any kind of offer. You could have artificially deflated his value, but they didn't. They let him walk for nothing. They need a right tackle because Derek Newton's injury. He got suffered two torn patella tendons. I can't even express how serious an injury that is. Just look at it this way. It took Victor Cruz two years to come back from, a torn, from one torn patella, and you saw how much it affected him on the field last yeah. year. Now imagine you're 365 pounds and you blew them both at the same time. Yeah. He will not play football this year. He may not play football ever again. Especially the at a Texans competitive level. Need a right level. Tackle. They let every single good right tackle sign somewhere else. They've got nothing. Wow. What the heck are they doing? <laughs> I think Rick Smith sits in his office all day. He's got one of those NES classics, and him and his boys are sitting there playing Mario Brothers because they're sure not trying to get a quarterback and they're sure not trying to get an offensive line. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Now, you, you've you been up here in this media market in New York before, and now you're down in Texas. What is the major difference between the media markets uh, between Texas and, and uh, New York? We've got about one-fifth of the media you have, and people down here, for the most part, are nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that might be the best line ever. They're nice to each other because everybody, uh, <laughs> everybody has a gun down there, though. No? I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. a carry state. Though, yeah. And there's our first stereotype of the evening. They're going to get shot. <laughs> because I'm probably the only person that doesn't own a gun, and I'm the biggest prick there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, Pat, uh, real quick, tell, tell us about some of the other projects right now that you're working on because we're against the clock. So, uh, what, All right, well, our show just went national, Nate and Crate, uh, nationwide on SB Nation Radio, uh, 2 to 4 Eastern. Uh, you can get it on whatever the local affiliates are, because I don't actually know all the local affiliates, uh, but you can also get it on SBNationLive.com, and you can download the free app, SB Nation Radio app, for your mobile device. Uh, Nate and Crate, 2 to 4 Eastern, Monday through Friday, on SB Nation Radio. Pat, man, thanks for calling in. We always appreciate it, Thanks buddy. a lot, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Have a good one, fellas. You Bye. too.